What does your job ask you to hide from the customers? At the hotel I work at, if a guest found a stray bedbug, all staff were instructed to neither confirm nor deny that it was an actual bedbug. Word games were not fun. I experienced that firsthand. Went to a convention that was infested with cockroaches. Collected a few in a cup, went to the front desk to complain. They reassured me that what I saw was just harmless water bugs and there were no roaches anywhere in the hotel. None. Zero. Nada. Had to ask them if they'd be fine with me releasing these harmless bugs in the lobby. And the moment I said that, they froze and realized that there was nothing they could say or do. My last job was a white-labeled help desk. You had to hide the fact that your company existed at all from the customer. You had to pretend that you were from whatever company the customer was using for their IT. I worked for a monitoring center, and that's really what we did as well. Instead of saying, this is avant-garde, we had to use the name of the company. We monitored for medical buttons, like, I've fallen and I can't get up, alert one, response link, life protect, EMC security companies, etc. Security systems for homes and businesses, and fire alarms. The thing that made it the most frustrating was when they were doing something wrong on their end, and we couldn't just straight up tell them what was wrong. Like they would press their button to hang up, but it just calls us back again, and we have to be like, okay, I'm going to disconnect, you don't have to do anything, while they are screaming that we keep calling them. When it would be so much easier to just say, we can't call you, the only way we can get in contact with you is if you press your button, so stop pressing it unless it's an emergency. That company was awful to work for. As a tattoo artist, oftentimes apprentices at the end of their apprenticeships will start to tattoo paying customers, walk-ins. And for a few tattoo shops, the apprenticeships are much shorter than they need to be. So if you're getting tattooed, but someone seems to be young or they seem inexperienced, they probably are. And they're probably still in their apprenticeship. But the shop will tell you they're actual artists. Do your research when thinking about getting a tattoo, and don't be afraid to wait months or even years for the right artist for you. It'll save you from a really crappy tattoo. I think this might have happened to me. I went to a shop with a good idea of what I wanted and was prepared to wait to get it. Surprise to me when they said they'd get me in the same day. It looked fine that day and a few months after, but slowly became obvious they didn't go deep enough in some places and had shaky hands on others. Good news is, about 1.5 years after the initial tattoo, I went back to the shop and asked for the artist, who was still working there. He seemed embarrassed and touched it up with no charge. I tipped him good and it looks much better. Still love my tattoo. A year and a half in the trenches is a long time, especially if he's a naturally talented artist and just needed some time to pick up some tattoo-specific art knowledge and muscle memory. I can tell you he was real glad you came in and let him fix it up. MD and pathology. We're the ones who give bottom-line diagnoses and staging for most cancers and many other diseases. In a weird way, the patient isn't our customer. The doctor is. We're telling them what the diagnosis is and what evidence we have to support it. Anything we can say can trigger them to do a whole new treatment plan or a bunch more tests. So we have to be careful not to mention random things that we see unless we want them acting on it. For example, we might think, these megakaryocytes are a little small and I see a few more of them bunched together here, but it's only in a couple of spots. If we bring it up, it might seem more significant than that and trigger a distracting question about one disease process when we know that's not the actual problem. A big part of the training is learning how to communicate the truth without clouding it with more truth. Unfortunately, this often means that the reports are almost unintelligible to the patients because they're not the intended audience of the report, really. Put that down to a job I would never want to have responsibility for. Either breaking people's hearts or giving them so much information that they don't realize they're in danger is pretty grim. No thank you. The restroom. I work at a small, privately owned pet store. It's the most trashy store ever, and the bathroom is a room with a toilet, water heater, and buckets. 
To use it, you have to go through the back room, which is where we keep the rats and stuff. Basically, it's employees only. Well, one lady asked us to use the restroom, we let her, and she stole a turtle that was being soaked in the sink on her way out. We caught her stuffing it in her bra, but she got away. Now, if a customer asks if we have a bathroom, I have to say no. You'd be amazed at how good construction workers become at hiding floors. It's nearly a part of the job description and a large part of why so many construction efforts is put towards cosmetics. Beyond the fact that most people just don't want to be looking at a bunch of rough-in work that's functionally the same but aesthetically atrocious. I concur. I was a finisher for some years, painting, staining, so in other words making your brand new piece of crap house that you paid way too much for look nice. Amazing how many homeowners get duped or just plainly have no idea what they're doing or agreeing to. I've worked at two fast food restaurants in my life. At each one, the only time that food safety protocol was followed or enforced was the day that the health inspector was coming in to grade us. I should also note that both stores received 100% every time the health inspector came. Obviously, every restaurant is different. It all comes down to management. The stores I worked at were all about getting food out the door as fast as possible, with the smallest number of people working as possible. That leads to cutting corners. Not all restaurants, even fast food, are like that, though. My point in posting was that even though they appear clean or have a high score posted on their health inspection, that doesn't mean they're following all of the guidelines set in place for them. How many people are supposedly working on this really important project? Spoilers, it's just me. Client, can we add X? Me? No. Can we have a discussion on this with the whole team? You just did. We sell software and we have a page that has instructions on it for setting up Linux servers, but that's basically all we know about the OS and as much as any of us actually care to learn. If asked, the going policy is that our Linux specialist is out this week, but we'll totally refresh what we know by going over the page with you. Meanwhile, most of us Linux users are thinking, crap, they actually mentioned us. It does feel like the general principle of Linux is, if you can't work it out on your own, you don't deserve it. I recently just started working at a fairly fancy resort and we just finished renovating a floor of the hotel and a lot of the new furniture had Argentine cowhide as the leather for it. We were instructed to tell guests that it was a fake synthetic material just in case. I work at a deli and bakery currently. All of our food is from Frozen and they want me to call it Fresh Baked in Store Every Day. Dude, it was frozen for three months, thawed for an hour and then cooked. It's no better than anything else you get from the freezer section, and in many cases, the freezer section is higher quality stuff. At BK, the food is frozen and gets warmed up in an automatic grill, and we're told to tell the customer that the meat is always fresh and there. The last time I ate at Burger King was about four to five years ago in a food court. I ordered a cheeseburger and watched as an employee literally pulled a burger out of a drawer and shoved it in the microwave. I don't know why, but I couldn't stop laughing to myself. Not now, but back when I worked as an aide at a nursing home, we were forbidden from telling patients that we were short-staffed. We were, and it was the fault of administration because they were trying to save money, but literally the residents would be yelling at us because their shower was late or whatever, and we were supposed to just act like it was because we were lazy. We weren't allowed to tell them it was because I had the entire wing by myself. The administrator was sick of having angry family members calling to complain and decided we should take the brunt of it instead. Have some of the same issues at my job. As a CNA, I'm able to explain to them that we're doing our best, and that I'm sorry for the delay, but on days where we're understaffed by more than two people, I tell them, there's no other way to get them to understand. But at my job, it's got the opposite effect. It makes the admin keep us properly staffed for the most part. Best of luck, being an aide is like no other job out there. 
I'm a pharmacist for a major chain. We were recently told this from our district manager because we kept getting reviews complaining about longer wait times and that we needed more help. Apparently telling patients that filling their scripts would take longer because I was the only one working that day is a big no-no. Cell phone store. Customers returned perfectly good phones all the time. We were told to sell the boxes as brand new, first-time activations and purposefully leave out the fact that they had, in fact, already been activated and taken home. Within 48 hours. I'd be teed off if I brought a phone full price and it was even slightly used. I let those phones get dusty and would never sell them despite that crappy policy. I used to work at one too and we also did that as well. I think the thing that annoyed me the most was the push to sell the accessories just because it was on a daily basis. I understand the need to sell accessories, but what I didn't understand was the need to sell accessories that do not fit the phones. Like is it that hard to find accessories that actually fit the phones to their exact model? For example, if you wanted a screen protector, it was either going to fall short around the edges or be too big where we had to cut it so it would fit. It was worse for tempered glass because it was more expensive. I loathed every time I had to sell one. If I didn't, I'd get in trouble and get scolded for not hustling enough. I worked at a small town store, so I knew a good chunk of people and felt terrible selling them. I only sold them whenever managers were present, otherwise I'd just tell customers to order off of Amazon. Screw that place. I love that complete refusal to be a sleazy salesman, although if someone has got to 2020 without realizing that everything is cheaper online, I feel like you might have just doomed them to a massive online shopping spree when they see the prices there. Our sales prices are just normal prices. Had to stock some pressure washers a few months back. They're $199 each when scanned. The next day I have to put up more, scan them, and they show up as $279 each. Couple of weeks later they're on sale for $199 each. Just to make things clear, they raise the price for a couple of weeks before putting them on sale. They don't just add a sale sticker to it. This isn't with everything that's on sale. Some things are on sale because it's literally just, oh crap, we have too many of these things and nowhere to put them. Or we have a ton of product related to the spring season and now spring is over. Those are actually at a discounted price. There's a guy locally who owns a furniture store and every one of his commercials ends with, come to so-and-so furniture where we don't mark it up just to mark it down and call it a sale. I didn't know that was a practice until his commercials started airing. How does that work out for him? Wasn't there a store that also tried to do this and lost lots of money because it turned out that customers love getting lied to? You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. Let's just say our technology doesn't come close to meeting its process guarantees, but we can give a customer a phone book-sized excuse of why it's their fault. I can't tell which of our vendors this is. Any. Literally any. Out of both healthcare facilities I've worked at, they both made a big deal about not expressing how short-handed we are to the patients. Same at mine. I told them anyway because they wouldn't risk firing a great employee when they're already short-staffed. Not in my current job, but when I worked in retail, we had to process waste food off the floor, waste food being fresh items that had been reduced on their use-by date and then wasted or removed from our stock level because the company didn't want customers to see how much food was wasted. It was a lot. We could process damaged items on floor or items that had been taken out of the fridges and dumped elsewhere by customers, but not out-of-date or end-of-life products. We did trial giving our waste food to local homeless shelters, but head office stopped it because it wasn't viable, which I took to mean there wasn't any money in it for the head office. So I pushed them and they said that they were worried there might be lawsuits against the company for giving out-of-date food to people. We could accidentally poison someone, etc. 
I'm talking trolleys of food. Liquids were poured away and written off. Food was placed in bin bags and thrown in huge bins around the back of the store that were locked to stop people digging through them. Some of my colleagues would pour bleach or industrial strength floor cleaner over it too. I had a problem with wasting so much food and thought the excuses head office gave for not allowing us to donate was rubbish. It was all about bottom line for them. The company itself makes a lot of noise about how environmentally friendly and green they are and how much work they do for charity, when behind the scenes it wasn't like that at all. They had a really crappy attitude towards their staff in general too. I was glad to get out of there. Food retail is the worst retail sector to work in. Their reason for not donating is BS, at least in the US. There are laws to prevent companies from being sued over donated food. I'm a cashier and everyone needs to keep the override card over a mysterious button that is next to a till at customer service. It's attached to a big red light and has a wire connecting it to the phone. Nobody knows what it does and we don't want to find out. That sounds an awful lot like the 911 button that summons the police in case of robbery that many restaurants have. Restaurant employee here. Staff is almost always sick because we get in huge trouble if we take a sick day. Not uncommon to have servers or food expediters throwing up while at work. Strep throat, colds, other contagious diseases. Illnesses are always going to show up around the workplace. Mice. We have mice. All my past food service jobs have had mice. Assume any restaurant you eat at has a mouse problem. Yep, I have pneumonia and was in the hospital for nearly a week. My store manager kept texting asking if I could come in every day. It's like, yeah, I can't breathe, so go F off. They don't care what you have and will try to make you work even if it's contagious. I get running a business because that's what I was doing for nearly nine years. But some things these inexperienced managers do is ridiculous. Also, were the mice cooking the food using human marionettes? Well, my job has us hide the sous vide circulator from the health inspector. What? Why would the health inspector care that you guys are using a circulator? Unless it's filthy, then just clean it. If anything, sous vide is a cleaner way of cooking, because all the good food is cooked in a bag. Because in North Carolina, you have to do what's called a variance to be able to do that. It's so that the health inspectors can make sure you're doing it safely. My workplace does not have the proper variance, therefore they'd get heavily dinged on the inspection. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I work at a package store, liquor store for all you non-New Englanders, with a pretty big wine cellar. It's pretty cool, but we can't go down there alone because it's absolutely chock full of snakes. They're only garter snakes, and the reason they've let it continue like this is because they're keeping the mice population at bay. We have a buddy system rule because our managers are terrified someone's going to get bit one day, but for the most part, they leave us alone. You guys need to get some super high boots. Yeah, those can fit way more snakes in them. Gutter snakes are babies, and I've only met aggressive ones in captivity because of the dumb owner. I've yet to meet an aggressive one in the wild. 
I remember driving to my dog park, which is located on a mountain. I saw a huge one curled up sunning itself on the road. I literally just picked him up and put him on a boulder and the sun and he was looking at me like, what the frick dude, I was comfortable there. But other than that, he was still chilling on the boulder when I drove back down. Keeping snakes because they keep the mice at bay brings to mind the Simpsons ecosystem of using killer gorillas to kill the mongooses to kill the bird-eating lizards to kill the pigeons. God, try saying what I just said five times back to back. If there's an issue with medication, too many pills, not enough, wrong, we're not allowed to tell them. We just have to leave the room with the meds and call our bosses to fix it. It's pretty easy for them to figure out what's been going on as it's kind of obvious, but we're not actually allowed to say that an error has been made. We're not allowed to be seen sitting. I'm a theater usher. I had a job as a busser and we were never given breaks. Had a shift that averaged six hours and we're not allowed to be seen talking to servers casually. Sitting and at the tail end of when I worked there, we weren't even allowed to sit in the back. We had up to 10 hour shifts where we had to stand without breaks and look busy. I never realized how much I hated that place until a few days after I quit. Work and security. Any and every unique location to commit a crime, you'll get away with. The first time anyway. We don't get the funds to have real cameras over the entire mall, so we move them to blind spots where we suspect based on following other footage of the crime being committed. Then we wait for your stupid butt to go, wow, that was easy and nothing happened, and go for round two. I've talked with peers in Target, Walmart, almost all over the place, and this is a constant. While there are certain high-risk zones that always have functional cameras aimed at them, if you wander off to an odd corner, odds that you'll get away with it, time one, are really good, provided you dodge the employees at the time too. Oh, and along the same vein, park your stupid freaking car at a different parking lot if you're robbing. This is how we get you, your license plate. You don't even need a mask or a hoodie, odds are we'll never figure out who you are if you just straight up walk out with crap and off the property. I had a job which claimed all their dressings were homemade, so we had to go back to fill the couple that were not. Also, they would say that none of the desserts were frozen by keeping the freezer for the desserts and everything else above the standard temperature for a commercial freezer. Everything. Where do I even start? Really, the only thing I'm allowed to tell the customers is this spiel about the place and where the restroom is. I really wish I could help people more than I can, but management actually trained me to actively hide things from people. Literally, I'm supposed to make the customers' lives harder. If I don't do it to management's approval, they go and hide even more things. Then again, I work in an escape room. They had us in the first half, not gonna lie. Current job I'm at told me to lie about the failed maintenance and the budget cuts in my job. At my old job at Walmart, they told me to lie about the malfunctioning fridges and cooled produce that would sit out for 8 plus hours before being put into the coolers. When I worked at McDonald's back when I was at high school, there was a time I accidentally filled up a medium soda cup instead of a small for a drive through order. I was about to dump it when my manager takes the medium cup from my hand and poured it into a small cup, and it fit perfectly. The small and medium cups are the same volume, just different shapes. They do that at Applebee's too. If you buy a large beer, you're buying a small and a longer glass. My friends asked why I only ordered the small, and when I showed my friends, the wait staff had a hard time explaining why they were spending more on what I was getting for half the price. Well, this is kind of weird. So my family owned a small bodega, and across from us was another bodega. We had this ripped up blue chair where the counter was, so my grandma, mum, or me, and my brother could sit in between bagging stuff. Every time this old man, middle-aged man or his wife came in, my mum would slowly lower the chair to the ground so they couldn't see. I was a kid and thought it was a game, so I would help. Didn't realize it was weird until I became a teenager. 
I asked my mum why, and she was reluctant to tell me that they stole the chair from that old man's bodega from when they fired her before I was born. I find it hilarious. In case you're wondering, the old man, middle-aged man and his wife, the old man's son and daughter-in-law, weren't that petty and came in to buy stuff they didn't have at their store. They were also friends with my grandpa. Your fancy catered event? That's tap water. Bonus if your event is done by a company based in a university because your food is probably the same food that is being served in the cafeteria. I work with artists and bands. On the last tour, I couldn't tell fans that the artist just didn't want to meet people at the bus, or if she was or wasn't on the bus. She had a paid-for meet-and-greet, so if they really wanted to meet her, they should have paid for it rather than wait outside near our home on the road. I think that's reasonable. Whether her meet-and-greets are paid or not, a lot of venues now have security screening, and that might prevent or discourage anyone with Selena, Dimebag, Daryl, Christina Grimmie, John Lennon-type ideas. It's just good sense to meet fans in the most controlled environment available. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.